0: I want to get a national perspective on Michigan, the Big Ten. Nationally with these two signing days, Adam. Friedman is with uh, Rivals.com, national uh, recruiting insider. He's standing by here on the Huled Show across Michigan. How you doing, my man?
1: I'm doing good. You know, it's an easy signing day this time around, huh?
0: Yeah, it is. You know, because December has become the big one for the Power 4 schools and uh, the Pac-2, we'll throw in. And I think this day, because there's a lot of, you know, GLEACs, the premier D2 conference in America, it's become more about those, almost it's a D2 signing day, uh, the second one, and maybe some of the mid-majors, FCS schools, and it seems that December signing day is about the power schools. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of the way of the world now with NIL and the transfer portal and the early signing period. That's when, you know, in December, when the power four schools in the pack 2 kind of load up and that's when they really fill out their class and you know we'll see what happens after spring practice and then the second transfer portal window but at this point in the in the recruiting calendar the players that are left over are some of the elites like terry bussey and you know he signed with a&m today after they held off georgia and lsu and dominic mckinley who st- stuck with his commitment to lsu but you know the the smaller schools the max schools group of five schools and um you know some of junior college prospects finding their homes today
0: uh, how much money is being doled out for high school recruits? I know the transfer portal. We've seen numbers reportedly. Ohio State spent 13 million, but in terms of this recruiting class, if we combine signing day one in December, signing day two, Adam, uh, when you look at a Bryce Underwood who is you know arguably the overall number one, he is at Rivals out of Belleville, Michigan, the quarterback going to play for Brian Kelly at LSU. Uh, what type of money are these guys getting to go play for schools?
1: Well, it's in the millions, that's for sure. Um, you know, I think the the numbers that are out there right now for the operating budget on a year-to-year basis for some of the top, top programs, we're talking maybe the top 15 programs in the country, it's a yearly operating budget of somewhere between 10 and $15 million to keep a roster together. That includes high school players, that includes roster players, on the roster and that includes bringing in some transfer players as well so you can kind of figure out where teams fall in the pecking order and determine the value the 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 operating budget from there and uh, it's really just a matter of teams deciding what positions and what players are kind of going to get the uh the bulk of the money and i I guess i shouldn't say teams it's supposed to be collectives figuring out where that money is going but um you know we kind of all know what's going on here
0: So without naming a school or a player, from the rivals' uh, top 100, let's say, what's the biggest dollar amount you've heard that a recruit who either signed in December or today, what's the biggest dollar amount you've heard for the 2024 class to one player?
1: Uh, It's it's kind of deceiving because some of the numbers that you hear, it's a total value versus yearly value. It's the players keep it pretty vague and nobody's really going to go on the record with this information, but uh, they keep it vague on purpose because it allows them to have a negotiating uh, stance that, um, you know, benefits them down the road. Uh, You know, I think that uh, a lot of the information that's out there is blown out of proportion sometimes, but uh, these are real dollars that these players are getting. And, um, yeah, you know, I think that everything is kind of negotiable on a year-to-year basis, as we're seeing. So, you know, you might hear a a total value number of a contract, but you know that player may end up in the transfer portal the next year and negotiate an entirely different deal after that. So, yeah. it's it's I would keep it pretty vague on that front.
0: Yeah, like even the Texas quarterback, he started out getting an NIL deal at Ohio State and ends up you know getting another deal, and he's done well at Texas. His name is Adam Friedman, Rivals.com National Recruiting Director, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line here on the huge show across Michigan. Harbaugh leaving, uh, assistants, men are going with him, Uh, Elston the line coach. How much damage is this doing to Michigan in terms of national football recruiting?
1: Uh, well, it, it remains to be seen, honestly. You know, we're going to see which coaches end up filling those spots on the staff. Certainly on the offensive side of the ball, things, to be, things tend to be pretty, pretty status quo. Sharon Moore moving into the head coach position, everybody wanted that, and the recruits have stuck with Michigan. It seems like that's what everybody wanted there on the defensive side of the ball. The coaching staff is going to be shuffled about uh, as as player, as coaches leave to follow Harbaugh or to go elsewhere. Um, you know, you're going to see other guys coming in. Um, we've seen some some names floated out there, and some other ones maybe close to signing. But um, you know, we'll have to see what happens there. We know Coach Elston was uh, was such a big part of that recruiting staff um, on the defensive line and. Players really liked playing for him and developing a relationship with him. They, he re, he resonated on the recruiting trail, and, and I can think of uh, like Cole Breeler, who who just visited up there. He's a defensive lineman from New Jersey. was really excited to speak to Coach Elston when he was up there last weekend for his visit, and um, you know now just a couple of days later, Coach Elston is out and and leaving for the Chargers. So. You know, we'll have to see who fills that void and uh, what the recruit reaction is like. But, you know, the way that Michigan has filled out their coaching staff over the years, they, they really haven't missed on a lot of coaches uh, and coordinators. And it's helped on the recruiting trail. We've seen that. Um, and it's helped make sure they get players in who can develop in that excellent uh, strength and conditioning program.
0: What about Coach Smith uh, from Oregon State to East Lansing, Michigan? Taken over at Michigan State, I've been very impressed with what he has done uh, since day one when he was announced. Really moving fast, and I think between the transfer portal and what recruits he could sign and keep, him and his staff did a remarkable job.
1: Yeah, they're doing a pretty good job over there at Oregon State. You know, Coach Smith. You know, he he built that program. Up so well that I think expectations should be high at Michigan State, you know not initially, of course, you know it's going to take them a little while to get things rolling there, but just in the high school class, you look at who who's who he brought in initially, you know. I like uh, you know Jordan Anderson, the receiver. Um, you know who, who he signed. He signed with uh, Oregon State, obviously. But I think that a lot of the players, like Aaron uh, Childs, the quarterback he brought over from uh, Oregon State, I think is going to be just a tremendous player down the road as he continues to develop. But there's a few transfers here so far. I think twelve. I think is the number off the top of my head, and we're going to see a, a number of other players come come into Michigan State. I think after the practice and, and transfer portal window that opens up there. I think um, I like what the, uh, the coaching staff is doing over there. They've proven to be able to develop talent and they, they play so hard for Coach Smith uh, at least they did at Oregon State that I think we're going to see that uh, happen again at Michigan State and the timing honestly couldn't be better with Harbaugh leaving Michigan and now Michigan State with you know a proven coach uh, coming in and a program builder like him. I think Michigan State fans should be really excited about
0: the future there. Uh, Ryan Day, uh, Bill O'Brien, you know, now will go was there a, a short time, to say the least, and uh, go to Boston College. Uh, Ohio State continues to recruit, I, and everywhere you look they're in the top five reportedly spent $13 million out there on the transfer portal, trying to find their way past Michigan and, and get back to the college football playoff and win Big Ten titles, and try and get another national championship. When you look at the Big Ten landscape, and we already talked about Harbaugh leaving, Coach Smith coming in, uh, who are risers, who are coaches or programs in trouble nationally in the Big Ten?
1: Well, I would think that some of those Big Ten West teams who you know have benefited from being in the Big Ten West need to really get, get a move on. We'll say, uh, we'll, you know, we'll see what Nebraska does in, uh, you know, in the coming years, they have this fantastic recruiting class and five-star quarterback Dylan Rayola coming in. Uh, we'll see what Iowa's looks like now that they, you know, don't have the benefit of beating up on those big 10 West teams every year. Um, Rutgers, Minnesota, Michigan State, you know, with the new coaching staff there, Illinois, Indiana, all these teams that have had the benefit of, you know, basically a, a fairly easy schedule in the Big Ten West are really going to have have to you know, button up and uh, make sure that uh, make sure that their, their chin straps are bustled, I guess, as uh, they face those Big Ten East teams. And they have to deal with the likes of Oregon, Washington, and USC and UCLA coming in with, they're varying styles, um, and uh, you know, we'll see how they're able to adjust.
0: Yeah, it's still, uh, we don't think about it enough, even though the schedules are set, uh, about USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington coming into the Big Ten starting this fall. Adam Friedman uh, does a great job. Rivals.com, national recruiting insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. My man, thanks for the update. I know signing days are busy for you, not a, as busy as December, but we appreciate the time.
1: Of course. Anytime, guys.